Cold open. Cold open. Hot news. Cold open. Oh, no. Sarantia, there's what? a meme going around, and it's pretty great. I'd like you to open your phone. All right, I'm opening my phone. Okay, I see a young woman, probably like college age, mm-hmm. standing on her bed. This looks like a TikTok. Is this a video or a screenshot it's of just something? Just a screenshot. And it's the text in the corner. She's making a weird face, and she looks like she's kind of bending over a little bit and the text says when your bestie is called to soak in a BYU dorm and you have to jump hump for her is this I I know what each of these words mean individually (laughs) when your bestie is called to soak in a BYU dorm and you have to jump hump for her now before I tell you what this means see if you can figure it out I am gonna guess that when your bestie is called, I mm-hmm. think they're using that sarcastically. Like, oh, yeah, God called me to go to KFC today. Okay. When you're called to soak at a BYU dorm, mm-hmm. I think it means get too drunk and have sex with somebody you would not normally have sex with. And jump humping is when you fuck somebody, you like, you know, it's like cock blocking yeah but you jump in between it's jump i don't know how close am i you're incredibly far off but that's also kind of what i thought i was like jump humping it's like cock blocking okay okay well then i have no clue what that means now i'm gonna give you just one more hint byu is brigham young university (gasps) oh that's the one with the virginity club right yes it's the famously mormon college in Utah. Okay, maybe it means like get baptized or something. Mm-hmm. So you have to jump hump for her. It, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm done. I don't know. I can't, my brain can't even process this. It's okay. It's okay. So I looked into this. Soaking, you know, it's a virginity loophole. Oh, no. Does it involve your butt? No. Really? No, that's what Catholics do. Catholics have the whole, if we do anal... I'm still a virgin thing. Okay. (laughs) Mormons have another thing called soaking. It's also referred to as parking, marinating, the Provo float, or the dock and talk. What the fuck does that mean? Oh my God, am I going to be upset by this? No, you're not. Okay, I'm ready. (sighs) You know, obviously, like, having, like, sex is wrong. You have sex, you're not a virgin. You go to hell. You go to hell. You got to wait till you're you're married to have sex. Right. You know, and sex is like, you know, when you take your penis and you, you stick it in and out of a, a lady's bagua uh, bunch. Yeah, uh-huh. That's what sex is. Soaking is when you stick it in and leave it there. What? How does that not count as sex? It does not count as sex. <laughs> because according to, like, Mormon sex theorists, if you put it in but don't thrust, it's technically not fornication. What the fuck is it then? Soaking. It's, oh my god! Parking, it, marinating the promo float. It's the promo float. Right, people right. do that and enjoy that. It's better than nothing. Is it though? It's better than no insertion at all, right? See, that seems like you're trying heroin or fentanyl for the first time, and like, because what if you try it and then you OD? But what if you try it and then you accidentally thrust? Like, then you're so fucked. Like, then you just go to hell. Yeah, exactly. You can't thrust. You can't wiggle around. You gotta park it. And leave it there. Okay, I have a couple of questions. Uh, uh, are any of these questions about what jump pumping is? All of them. I okay. Think. 
let's say you're soaking, all right? You're having a nice, relaxing soak. What do you do while you're soaking? Do you like talk to one another just like about your day and stuff? I mean, it's got to be pretty awkward, right? It has to be. You know, so let's say you, you want that friction. You want the thrusting, but you can't. You'll go to hell. What you do is you have your bestie come over and jump on the bed, which creates <laughs> oh my God, the friction. Kidding. But here's the thing. You're not causing that friction. Your bestie is. You're just a victim of circumstance. Oh, my God. How fucking pissed would you be if you were God? You were like, don't fuck until you get married. And they're, they're like, no, we're not fucking. We've just found this loophole. Do they think they found a loophole to God? Like, yeah, I don't think that do. counts. And I think God goes, there's nothing in the rule book that says you can't soak and jump pump. Like, and oh, you got me. God <laughs> I goes, have to let you into Mormon heaven. He goes, I'll allow it. That's what he says. God literally says, I'll allow it. Oh, they got me. No, if I was God, I'd be like, you're going twice as hard. And bestie, the jump humper, you're going too. You leave the jump humper alone. She's <laughs> helping the bestie out. Okay, I got a couple more questions. Uh, are Mormons allowed to masturbate? Here's what, because I looked into this. Did you? Pretty much everything goes but penetrative thrusting sex. That's why Mormons have the phrase oral is moral. Why don't they just do that then? That seems so much yeah, They want more! They're teens! They're young, horny teens at Brigham Young University! <laughs> God damn it! They're not allowed to fuck. It's all they want to do. Give them this. I wonder I wonder if after you get done soaking, you know how when you're in the bathtub for too long and your and fingers you get all up. pruned? Do yeah. you think that happens to like their like, glands on your penis? I'm pretty sure a wrinkly penis is like the least of these kids' problems. They have a much bigger problem. Of course, it's the least of their problems. They're playing Russian roulette. Like, why don't you? <laughs> you're playing Russian roulette. Instead of just dying, you go to fucking hell for the rest of eternity. Why would you risk this when you can masturbate <laughs> i mean again that, look you look there's only so much you could there's only so much fun you're gonna have at third base you want to go home okay i have another question sure. when they masturbate is it the same rule as soaking like do they have to take a, a, a sex toy and just put it up there and leave it or <laughs> <laughs> or does it not count because technically it's not another it's person not a dude's wingus so you're fine that's ridiculous i was reading like former brigham young students talking about like what they were taught by older mormons at these like virginity clubs like the reason they call it the provo float is that brigham young university is in provo utah so 82 percent of provo utah is mormons everyone's doing the Provo float. Oh my God. So I'm now I'm imagining. So when you went to college, did they have like, I, when I went to college, they had this whole week that was like, guys, here's how sex works. Really? <laughs> here's how birth control in particular works. Awesome. Because we know, we know you're, uh, you're in the prime of your life and you just want to, you're just going to fuck all the time. So here's like how all these birth control shits work. Do you think they have that at, BYU, but it's like, okay, guys, today we're going to teach you the soak. Yes, that is what I learned oh on the God. internet from my deep dive into the ex-Mormon subreddit. Because at first I see about the soaking and jump pumping, and I'm like, there's no way this is true. No, I'm reading nine-year-old threads about soaking. I am still skeptical because this, this sounds like a fucking Saturday Night Live sketch. Like, hey, guys, we're going to outsmart God. 
Like, we know that there's this set of rules that we're supposed to be following and we're not supposed to be putting our penises in one another. But oh, if we do this, we're going to get this loophole and God's going to be like, oh, shucks, <laughs> they got me. Now, I have a question about virginity loopholes. Okay. What do you think God is cooler with, the silk or the Catholic anal virginity? I think that God would be, if I was God, yes. I would be more okay with the anal virginity because the other one is just fucking smug. Like, yes. you know, the other one is just like, you're trying so hard. Like, at least the Catholics are like, yeah, we're having sex, but it's not penetrative sex or it's not vaginal. It's penis and vagina sex, so it doesn't count. But these fuckers are like, oh, no, we're gonna, we have a whole plan. We've set up a fucking mousetrap of sex organs and we're going to just stick it in there and then have, oh, my God, how awkward it would be if you were the girl jumping. Oh I was just thinking about <laughs> being a jump humper like what you gotta face the other way they gotta go under the blankets like you gotta like have your 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 ear pods in and you and what if you fucking you jump humping you fall off the bed and you break your leg worse what if you're jump humping and they actually you accidentally bump into them and they thrust and now they're damned oh no no god i'm so sorry yeah no if i was god i would be okay because at least you guys are being honest that you're fucking like you they're like oh no we're not technically fucking you ever play that game mousetrap like yeah. you set up the whole thing with 89 pieces yeah. like oh yeah we have our a uh, blanket our tent we have a trampoline over here for our jump humper and we're just gonna slide our penis in and then vibrate it around even though that's literally what vibrators do and you can do that because you're mormon you know what would be better than than having your friend jump hump for you a good old-fashioned 1970s vibrating bed. Then it's the bed that's going to hell. Oh, my God. Yeah, why aren't those more popular among Mormons? Because they didn't have marketing genius to stereos coconut. Oh, I'm imagining now, uh, did your parents ever have a waterbed? Yes. My parents had a waterbed, like, in the 90s. So what if we got two Mormons? <laughs> okay, we hook up the soaking yeah. mechanism, yeah. and then we, like, tie them together yeah. by the waist. And then you have the jump humper jump on the bed, the waterbed, and it creates like a movement like this. What's yeah. that called? A wave? Yeah. A wavelength? Exactly. <laughs> and then that way you only need like, you get like seven pseudo thrusts per jump hump. Yeah. And the jump humper can go home <laughs> earlier. Yes, because after a while, the natural kinetic energy of the waves you've created, then it does the rest of it. So... I get in there, I go to the waterbed, I take two mounts like I'm playing the timba, I go bum, 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 and then I just let the bed take care of the rest. Right, God did invent physics, so it is God's fault this that this happened. entirely God's fault, exactly. <laughs> Profit opportunity. I'm listening. Okay, so you know Spanx, right? Yeah. You know how they kind of keep everything like sucked in close yeah. to your body? Mm -hmm. What if you got double Spanx oh. for a Mormon couple? See, because obviously if I was going to soak and do this, my number one concern would be accidentally thrusting and going to hell, right? Yeah, so what if you had a contraption that just forced the outlet and the socket to stick together no matter what types of movements? I'm thinking Spanx, but it's like it's like it looks like it would go on a horse or something and you put it like the lady gets to the lady part and the guy gets to the guy part and then you pull on a belt or something and it squishes it together. It's the belt's fault. <laughs> it's this it's this simple plank and lever and pulley system. Oh, simple machines. You're the reason I'm going to hell. Yeah, it's kinetic energy, bro. Now, how do you think jump pumping? Now, okay, now what's worse? Final question. Okay. What's worse? 
having to learn about jump pumping and soaking or the entire 60-second Fexi commercial? Oh, God, I've seen the Vexi commercial so much. This yes. is a tough one. So, listener, if you haven't seen the Vexi commercial, uh, it's, what is it, that bitch from Community? No, is I thought in? it was her, but it's a, a girl that looks exactly like uh, Gillian Jacobs from Community, but she's the blonde girl from Shit's Creek. Even worse. So, it's the blonde bitch from Shit's Creek, and it opens up her thirst saying, welcome to my vagina. I make all the rules here. And then she's, like, flitting around in this all-pink room and talking about plexi birth control and it's very weird it's very weird welcome to my vagina in here i make the rules i don't know see because instinctively i want to say john poppy because this is horrifying <laughs> and i am I, I have one brain cell right now left to complete this show with after learning about that but i feel like that might just be because i've been desensitized to the plexi commercial because when i'm watching uh, my big fat fat bitch life mm. uh, it plays like every other commercial here's why i think the Fexi commercial is worse i will eventually forget about jump pumping and soaking i will every i won't <laughs> Every day the internet finds a new low, and there's something new to be horrified about. Hulu is serving us this Fexi commercial every fucking six seconds. It's like, I don't care that it's non-hormonal birth control, and I don't want to see that thing where you're taking a chainsaw and you're cutting all the, you're trimming bush, and you get it? It's like, it's yeah, like there's a so many like weird innuendos. little innuendos, like when the champagne bottle pops off. It's like, I only use it when I have company wank and then it's it's get it it's supposed to be an ejaculation as stereos do you get it do you get it yeah or at the end of the commercial where she goes coming and it's like ah coming and then she goes through a door shaped like a vagina <laughs> all right i get having one all right well look the proscenium, the thing that we're seeing into, is shaped like a vagina. It's like the Looney Tunes, that's all folks thing, like yeah. the clamshell thing. Yeah. So the door she goes in must be the cervix, which is something I didn't know before the loudest podcast when you taught me what a cervix was. Uh, okay, so to complete this metaphor, mm -hmm. no, it, that you're wrong because she says, welcome to my vagina. Right. And as we went over about six goddamn times now, the vagina is the cavern. And the cervix is at the end of it. Right. So if you are in the vagina, you have not yet passed through the cervix. So unless she's going deeper into that's the womb. That's what she's doing. This, that's what I'm saying. But she says coming like she's going to meet a male visitor. So I imagine she was skateboarding out of the vagina. If she was skateboarding out of the vagina, she'd be skateboarding right towards us, the camera. Because <laughs> the camera's at the opening of the vagina because she says, welcome to my vagina. So you don't like... Say welcome to my house, but then you're facing away from your front door. I'm just saying, I don't think there's much in past the cervix to see or to visit. Like, who is visiting there? There is it an egg? Is it a cell? It can't be a person <laughs> because that's how organs work. I don't know how we got to the other side of the cervix. That's a good point. That's terrifying. But I'm telling you, the front door to her apartment is the cervix, and the ca and the camera is the vagina. Well, I hate it. Thank you so much. But I'm going to still go with soaking because I, I've been debating this whole time since I unfortunately learned what this is, what the worst position to be in out of the soaker and the jump. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, you're right. Okay, hold on. Let's really talk about this. Okay. Now, I, now traditional soaking, it's got to be the guy on top. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's like, that, that, you know, but 
Imagine doing the reverse soak. That's pretty hot. That would be better because I couldn't like, if I was going to soak, I sure shit would not want to just sit there and stare at the person the whole time. So if one person spun around, it wouldn't be as bad. But I still do think being the female soaky would be the worst position to be in, followed up very closely by the gel bumper. Imagine this, reverse cow soak. Then there's no awkward eye contact. You know, you don't have to make conversation. And then you can, and then what if you just kind of like, what if you don't thrust, but you kind of shift around in a figure eight like a joystick? Is that fornication? I don't think so, American Jesus. I d- literally don't know anymore. I thought I knew what fornication was, but apparently not. All right. We're going to have to, if the, okay, two things. One, listeners, tell us what's worse in the comments. Jump humping and soaking or the entire Fexy commercial. And if you're a Mormon, can yeah. you, uh, yeah, can you just call in call about in. this? With the, I don't care how long you talk. This no. is the one ex- ex- exception to the 60 yeah. second rule. Yeah. Dude, talk for five minutes about this. I need to hear everything about soaking. Yeah, call us from a room that is somehow filled with static electricity. Like, call us while you're operating a blender and call us while you're talking through a bullhorn. We don't care. <laughs> you gotta know about the soak. I need to know more. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Asterios Kodos. With us, as always, is Sarantia. Hello. What's that on your What's that on your hand? Oh, yes. What is this on my finger? It's, 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 it looks heavy. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a diamond ring. Uh, actually, just be real careful with that diamond ring. Don't aim it right at the camera, because it'll blind the lens with its like shine and sheer size i freaking love it i love it so much i'm so happy listeners may remember that we've kind of discussed the engagement rings before on the show because uh like four or five months ago i brought up that uh, i had pitched sarancha buying her an engagement ring that had a near field communicator built into it that allowed her to unlock her crypto wallet with the wave of her hand. And uh, listeners said this idea was terrible, just Incredibly terrible. Incredibly stupid. Yeah, they, they, they said it was unromantic. They said, you sound like you kind of don't understand crypto either, in addition to what a woman might want for a <laughs> wedding ring. And you'll remember, Sriracha at the time said, quote, uh, I want a big diamond. That is what she said. She said, I want a big diamond. Yeah, no, fuck your wallet <laughs> idea. Stupid. You want I, you want your band to unlock your fucking 401k? I just, I, I know you like crypto. I thought it'd be fun if you had like a magic ring, like a magic ring, well, like from The Hobbit. Well, I'm sorry that you thought wrong. <laughs> I did think wrong. And look, listeners have... St- they, the Discord has not let me live that down since. Even our most hardened crypto enthusiasts, people that trade in Monero, uh, <laughs> continue to make fun of me to this day for thinking that was a good idea. So then I went about the process of being like, what kind of an engagement ring does Sarantia want? And here's how I found out. Every time she got blind drunk... I would interrogate her about the ideal wedding ring. I would show her screenshots and JPEGs. My mom would be sending me ideas for rings, and I'd be like, all right, hold on. Uh, Sriracha should be good and sauced in about an hour, <laughs> and I could uh, show her this text you sent me. Oh, my God. And then, like, 
did you have to uh, if you forget something like uh, quick drink this (laughs) (laughs) the size again hypothetically I'd be like Sriracha it's karaoke night we're going to one of those karaoke clubs you like and uh, was it did you want an emerald cut solitaire size six what were you looking for I imagine you had to work real fast like you had very quick windows where I would be open to that before I was like let's go crime a parking structure (laughs) (laughs) I it was great I had an entire Google Doc that I would fill out (laughs) with hyperlinks and information every time you got drunk and then I would always ask you like hey so what do you think of the thing I just showed you and you'd go what and I'd go perfect ideal (laughs) exactly thank thank you men in black neuralizer aka a couple of well whiskey diets (laughs) and so I found a ring that I thought was absolutely perfect. Sriracha wanted one of those, uh, what are they called? Um, uh, lab created. Yeah. She wanted something called a lab created diamond. Because like she is not super into child slavery. Child slavery. <laughs> and so like I found this one company where they'll take like a piece of coal and they'll put it in a fish tank and then they'll simulate like the big bangs worth of pressure in this fish tank. Holy shit, that's so cool. Yeah, like they have a machine that essentially does the effect of Superman punching it over and over (laughs) and like crushing it in his hand and then they crack it open and then inside are diamonds. It's like one of those Kinder Surprise eggs, only it's full of diamonds. See, that's so much better than having small Brazilian children get them. No, I agree. I agree. At first, I was not sold on the lab-created diamonds, but I, me and my mom went to like a jewelry store, and I was like, can you show me like a lab-created diamond? And I was like, oh, I genuinely can't tell the difference. That is not a meme. <laughs> it is. I was like, this looks like the exact same fucking we, thing. We had a conversation about this, because I was like, no, seriously, it literally is the same thing. Like, carbon... <laughs> is arranged in a specific formation. It is chemically the same thing. Yeah, I know. I just, I like, yeah, I didn't, I don't want to buy, I don't want to buy my baby a cheap ring. You know, like I don't, I don't want to be the guy that buys their future wife like a cheap ring. Okay. Well. And so I didn't like, I was like, mm, cheaper, cheaper means bad. That's America though. That's yeah. capitalism. Uh, Blame capitalism. Oh my God. That is totally, you got taken for a ride. That's like the, fucking brain worm programming yeah. they tell you i know it's like it's, this is directly correlated to how much you love me it's how much you spend on oh my god i sound like a redditor well that well, see that's the thing it's like you go on reddit and everybody's got all these opinions about weddings if you are planning a wedding listeners please for the love of god do not just stay away from reddit period because i don't know what is wrong with these fuckers but these people have a fucking hate boner for anything wedding related. Like, I don't know why. I get I get not wanting to spend a ton of money on a party. Like, if you personally, if that's not your thing, cool, whatever, I know, I get it. But man, just bring it up. And holy God, people will come down on you with like the fist of the R slash atheism banner. Like, they'll be so fucking mad. They'll be like, Oh, first of all, don't you dare, if you're a woman, mention that you are not 100% satisfied with your wedding ring, no matter what it fucking looks like. Even if it was gotten out of one of those 25 cent machines, because your thread will be flooded with people who are like, it's not about the ring. My fiance could have got me a ring pop and I would have said yes. Like, I I don't know if that's reasonable. (laughs) That's not very reasonable. I was reading a thread the other day. I shit you not. 
where this girl, it was in Am I the Asshole or mm-hmm. something? And oh my God, Asterios. God, if you want to ask your guests to do anything that falls outside of just like the standard, ba- the basic standards of hygiene that we expect people on a day-to-day basis, you, God help you. God help you in the comment section. You will be downvoted to oblivion. I saw a post the other day that was like, my friend is getting married and she on her invitations wrote palm spring casual as the dress code does anybody know what this means because i called her and asked and she said if i googled it i would find some good pictures and so i googled it yeah i'm gonna google palm spring casual right give me just one second palm spring casual this does not look like it's terribly hard to hit. It's, it's it's the standard kind of short sleeve florally shirt that every guy wears to every Coachella now and has for the past 10 years. A pair of chinos or a pair of slacks. Like, this lady is making it easy on this guy with this Palm Spring casual bullshit. Yeah, no, apparently she didn't get this. This bitch, like, didn't understand what was being said. It's like, throw a dart at an anthropology catalog, and yeah. whatever it lands on, you're fine. But people in the comments were like, I wouldn't go to this wedding if my friend uh, put such a strict thing on me and then t- couldn't be bothered to take five minutes to explain it. It's like... I don't think that's a reasonable reaction. I don't think that's reasonable at all. Well, the problem is you're expecting a reasonable reaction from Redditors. From Redditors. They're all young, angry people. And they don't want to go to the wedding. A, wedding is outside. No good. I can't be at my battle station outside. B, it involves spending money a lot of the time. You got to fly there and you got to bring a gift. Oh, yeah, that's a pain in the ass, I will admit. <laughs> yeah, and C, they don't want to go to parties, let alone like a big, fancy, formal party. They're, they're not going to like talk to anybody or meet anybody. It's They're not going to have a good time at the wedding. Like, Redditors, if you're listening to this, just don't, do not come to my wedding. Do not come to our wedding. Don't like, not. <laughs> just don't, like, you, don't worry about it. I'll tell you what, I'll make it easy on you. I'll invite you so you feel like you were invited. All of Reddit, you are now invited. (laughs) (laughs) So that way, you can't get angry at me for not inviting you to the wedding, but also you don't have to come, Redditors. give you a big, you can gift me a big Chungus upvote, and then you don't need to get a gift. (laughs) Yeah, just give give us some Reddit gold. Let's put Reddit gold on the wedding registry. Send me a picture of Keanu Reeves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, and then I saw this this one guy was fucking pissed in this one thread I was reading. I forget what it was, but uh, this girl was talking about how she was so excited for her wedding and they were talking like the venue and she made the horrific mistake of putting like price tags on things. And this dude, I assume is a dude, starts responding back and is like, that is a huge waste of money. Fucking wedding. Like just goes on this whole like writes the fucking Bible why he hates weddings. And somebody responds back and is like, dude, can you like chill out? Like you don't know this person. And she's trying to express her excitement. Like, can you? calm a little bit down he's like why do we have to like weddings why do we have to like weddings and people were like bro nobody said you have to like weddings but you're you're really shitting up this thread here look i'll be straight with the chief i'm not a gigantic fan of going to other people's weddings it costs money i'm dressed up in hot clothes i get sweaty god forbid i gotta like rent a tux oh you know how many times been a groom's man? And then you got, oh, we're all getting this kind of tux, so we're all getting that kind of tux. But the thing is, 
It's like, that's other people's weddings. They're terrible. Our wedding is going to be fan-fucking-tastic because we're going to have an anime wedding. No, we are not. We're going to have an (laughs) anime-themed wedding. I will divorce you immediately. Now, I know... You're not allowed to like, it's like, oh, gender roles. Like, you're not allowed to be super excited. You don't want to be one of those girls that's like, oh, I've dreamed of an anime wedding from the moment I was just a little otaku. But like, yeah, we're going to get married by Goku. (laughs) I don't like Goku. Goku's going to marry us. I will settle for Naruto and no one else. We're going to Naruto run down the aisle. (laughs) Oh my God, can you imagine? Like, all the bridesmaids and girls like... Yeah, exactly. Well, the, their arms run backwards, and uh, instead of wedding rings, we'll be exchanging shards of the Shikon jewel. What is that? The jewel from Inuyasha that oh. you got to put. That's the MacGuffin in Inuyasha. Oh, okay. Where they're like, we've got to find a thousand of these shards. It'll probably take a thousand fucking episodes to put this stupid jewel back I together. shit you not, I have been to a wedding that was Zelda-themed. The Legend of Zelda theme? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, Tell yes. Tell me everything about the wedding that we're going to have that's Zelda theme. Okay. So the Zelda thing, I, first of all, I'd like you to just take a shot in the dark what the couple look like. No, I know what they look like. Okay. Yeah. No, you know what they look like. Me, one of you, one. Everybody, everybody knows what they look yeah, like. Okay, okay. But uh, they played that uh, Ocarina of Time song, the one, you know, the one that everybody knows. That one? It's in lieu, like as the bridesmaids, like the wedding party was walking down, and then they played something else. It wasn't the bridal march, so I assume it was some Zelda shit. Was it dun da 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 I think that's where my brain shut off to protect me. You know how they tell you like if you if you get molested as a kid, sometimes your brain will like just section it off so you don't have to think about that trauma. Well that's what my brain did. Did they at any point pull out these little flutes called ocarinas and play this song? Stop, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> and then did uh all of a sudden did the lights go out in the uh church? And then when they came back on, everything was like different, like a mirror world, like the white walls were black the, and the cake was brownies. Yeah, no, and the cake was a lot. Oh wait, no, that's not. Is that nope, Zelda? That's the portal, which God is another damn. theme that I've got. Like everybody get everybody gets a little companion cube, and uh you'll dress up like Shell. I'll dress up like Cave Johnson. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> and you'll keep on marrying till you enjoy some cake. And you'll all eat some cake. She'll smush cake into his face. Uh, Yeah, no, we're not doing that either. If I'm spending all that money on my fucking makeup, we're not doing that. <laughs> you don't need to spend your money on makeup. You look fine. You can just smush it like on my hand or something. Are we going to do the cake smush yes or no? No, I just said that. No. Okay. Not even dressed up as Shell and Cave Johnson from Maybe. Portal 2? If I can dress up as, what's the Zelda thing Zelda turns into? Sheik? That has a yeah. mask, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll wear a mask. It's going to be a COVID-themed wedding. All right. Excellent. And so, and so, like, the usher will have a shake-a-slate and will be, uh, will you be sitting on the hero side or the Ganondorf side? 
Huh? How about that? And my ninety Tingle will hide the little treats all around the the chapel. What do you think? And my dying nine year 90-year-old grandmother will be like, back in my day, we arranged marriages for a reason. <laughs> uh what the fuck? Okay, so this is all the wedding. Mm-hmm. This part confused me because their centerpieces, you know how you have like dinner at yeah. the reception? Their centerpieces were those question mark boxes they have in Mario that Mario jumps up and hits and they were full of Jordan almonds. But the tables had plush toys on them mm-hmm. and they were exclusively Zelda and Link. So the only out of place decoration in this entire wedding was these cubes and I cannot understand why. Like I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, is it like nerd video game themed or is it Zelda themes? I don't know. I, at that point, would have left. And as I was <laughs> leaving, I would go, you should have shipped them like Triforces. <laughs> It's right there. It's another shape. Here's the nice thing about the Triforce. Less paper needed. It's a pyramid, not a square. Instead of six sides, it's got four. Think of the savings. I wish I could have asked, but I was somebody's date there, so I couldn't have, like, I didn't actually know the couple. Oh, you couldn't just complain and complain like they do on Reddit? Oh, now who's complaining about weddings? Oh, these Redditors, they're always complaining about weddings. <laughs> By the way, I went to a shitty wedding that sucked. It did suck. <laughs> and to it be was fair, shitty. It did suck, and it was shitty. All right, what about this? Now, I understand that you may be a little hesitant to have my dream Zelda wedding, a dream which I've had for I don't know, the past 10, 15 minutes. Okay. We march through crossed lightsabers held by the 144th. Oh, okay. I have a I have a compromise, I think maybe. Maybe we do the lightsaber thing. My portion is they're held by Elliot Rodger <laughs> cosplayers. <laughs> That's my dream wedding I've had for the last 35 seconds. We'll be right back after this with <laughs> the loudest podcast. All right, enough of, enough of this bullshit. Let's talk about something actually interesting in this episode. Okay. Now, I told listeners a while ago, because My Immortal did end on a really shit cliffhanger. I disagree, but I mean, I think it ended perfectly, but I know you were unsatisfied with it. I was ending. unsatisfied with it, so I figured I would write another alternate ending, and the people can believe what they want to believe. Like, if you want to believe that episode 26, 25 and 26 of Evangelion was real if you want to believe end of evangelion was real it's you you put it in your mind and it's up to you okay selective canon i like it right now do you remember how uh my mortal ended yeah because i loved it literally every single character we'd met was in one room and voldemort was fighting them everything looks like it, it's at its darkest harry potter shoots at voldemort fails to do it Draco is in terrible danger of being assaulted Again? Uh, in the worst way by Voldemort. But then Ebony pulls out a wand, aims it at the bad guy, and goes, Avada Kedabra, which is the killing spell, the super duper nuclear bomb spell. Oh, okay. And that's where it ended. That's where it ended. Okay, so I have written an alternative canon ending. I mean, it's not nothing about this is canon. But if you like it, listener, you can believe and uh, all right, I tried to also keep within the style of the author. So I think I did a pretty good job replicating uh, Tara's voice here. Awesome. <clears throat> but without further ado, my immortal. 
Abracababs. I shooted, pointing my gothic black wand at Voldemort. I was wearing a black velvet dress with corset stuff on the black, black fishnets, and high-heeled black stripper boots. I had bought the boots at Hot Topic with Willow and Bloody Mary Smith, love you girl, last week because they look sexy and I want Draco to fuck me and dab. I was... <laughs> I was also wearing red nail polish that said Satanism onto fingers in black and black fishnet gloves. My hair was in a ponytail because I needed it out of my face to fight Bloodamort. <laughs> oh my fucking God, he is he dead? <laughs> Ask Professor Sirius. No, I don't think go because he's still breathing. I said sexily as I walked toward his body cautiously. Ebbleby. I'll take it from here. I heard a voice coming from the shadows. It was dot, 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 Chris Hansen. (laughs) But now he was gothic. (laughs) He was wearing a black (laughs) pierce the veil t-shirt under his black suit, a bunch of upside down cross thingies, black pants with chains all over them, and white makeup. He also had on a black eyeliner with black nail polish with red crosses on them. The back of his uh, suit jacket said sick, sick, sick. In red, black, gothic letters. <laughs> what the fuck? Said Voldemort. What are you doing here, Chris Hansen? Are you, you are supposed to be at CNBC, not here in Hogsmeade. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hansen looked at him and cummed closer. I only worked there when I was a prep. Now I have converted to Satanism, and I work for St. Magellan's, catching pedophiles and putting them in jail. Also, my name is Bustet Hansen now. <laughs> what? Bustet? Is that a... What's that? That's some kind of demon thing. Okay. I don't know what it is. All right. I googled satanic words. That's (laughs) what I would have done too. (laughs) My name is Bustet Hansen now. I've been looking for you for a long time, Voldemort. Or should I say? He leaned down and put his hand on Voldemort's face, pulling at his skin. He was wearing a mask. Wait. That explains the whole thing with the no-nos. Right, exactly. Oh my goodness. Chris Hansen pulled the rubber mask off of his face to reveal that Voldemort was actually dot, 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 Gerard Way. (gasps) What? (laughs) Oh my fucking God, Gerard Way is a pedophile. (laughs) He ejaculated Draco, crying tears of blood. What the fuck, Gerard? Why are you pretending to be Voldemort? I asked intelligently. Ebbleby, Gerald said, Gerard said, crying tears of love. I love you, Ebbleby. Ever since I saw your hot, sexy body at my first My Chemical Romance concert in Hogsmeade, I knew that I had to kill Draco so you could be with me. Even though he was a pedo, he looked super sexy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a pentagram between Joel McHale and Gerard Way. He was staring at my boobs. I even killed Det Prev, Hilary Duff, because I love you so much more. <laughs> Yeah, okay, whatever, bitch. You're going to jail for being a pedophile, said Chris Hansen. He waved his wands, and a pair of handcuffs appeared on Gerard's hand. Bustet pulled Gerard up by his wrist and started to drag him away. No, yelled Gerard. Don't leave me, Appleby. You are the love of my life. If you don't save me, I will break out of St. Mellows and kill Draco and also slim my wrist. <laughs> No, Gerard, you might be a super sexy stud muffin goth guy, but I told you I love Draco. Just then, me and Draco started making out all sexy and he put his thing in my you-know-what and we did it till I got an orgasm. Gerard watched, crying tears of blood until the show was over. Then Chris Hansen put him in a police car and drove him to jail. (laughs) 
Wow, I can't believe that Gerard Way was a pedophile, <laughs> Professor Sirius said. Yeah, I said, I'll keep listening to his music because MCR rocks and I can separate the art from the artist. <laughs> and I will also have sex with him when I turn 18, I guess, because he will be in pedophile jail with Snape. Yeah, that sucks. This is serious issues. <laughs> said Draco. Hey, Ebbleby, good Charlotte is playing a concert in Hogsmeade tonight. Would you like to go with me? Yeah, I said. I pulled out a, <laughs> I pulled out a heroin needle and injected myself with drugs. Then me and Draco and Vampire slit our wrists and we danced as we got ready to go to the concert. Everything was right again in Hogsmeade. The end. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, please like the YouTube video. I will consider that a good review on my ending chapter. Well, she's going to need at least five good reviews on YouTube. I will slip my wrists if I don't get those five good reviews. I have to say, I love it. It's really, really smart. This explains why Gerard Way did so many concerts in Hogsmeade. Right, and it also explains why Voldemort is so obsessed with killing Draco. Exactly. <laughs> Unless that's a thing in the series, but I don't feel like it is. No, it's. I mean, look, Voldemort wants to kill everybody, not Draco specifically. And, like, that does explain why he's got it out for Draco, because he wants Ebobi. And he wants to kill Vampire, too, because her and Vampire also have a thing going on. Exactly, yes. Because, remember, they had a threesome, like, right? Like, you know, they had a threesome right before all this happened. Right, and Vampire has the tape of it, and he Gerard Way is a pedophile, so he wants to get his hands on that tape. Yes. <laughs> that explains why Snape was making all those tapes. Because this, Snape never seemed like sexually interested in Ebony. But he was always videotaping her regardless. He was making the tapes for Gerard Way. Right. And he, he maybe he was under the mind control of Gerard Way Voldemort. Who knows? Who knows, listener? <laughs> that is all up to interpretation. It's magic. It's magic. Anything goes. Just say it's fucking magic. It's, it's just fine. magic. Oh, my God. You know what else this explains? What? Why Tom Ridd and Voldemort are separate characters in the story. Because Tom Riddle is actually Voldemort and Voldemort is actually Gerard Way. But right, but when she went back in time, Tom Riddle had not become Voldemort yet. So the Voldemort that she was talking to was actually Gerard Way using magic to disguise himself. And that's why he knows all the things about the future too, because he is a time traveling pedophile vampire. <laughs> and that's why the, the Voldemort of the past knew what MCR was and they listened to that MCR song in the car, even though how would he have had the MP3 or tape or why would that have been on the radio? Because he is Gerard Way from MCR. He's got the masters. He's got everything. This is brilliant. Now look, would I have liked to see a foursome between Ebony, Draco, Harry Potter, and Gerard Way? Would I have liked to see Chris Hansen do the thing where he's like, all right, I'll turn around for five minutes, but when I turn back, you're going to prison. Oh, is that a thing that Chris Hansen does? <laughs> That's what they do in cop shows, where the co where, where like one of the cops is like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around for a minute," and then the other cop beats the piss out of a guy, oh, and okay. then he technically didn't witness it, so like he technically isn't lying under oath. I've never heard that before. Oh, you gotta watch more Law and Order. I've learned everything about the legal system from it. Very accurate information you have. Yeah, but. Yeah, I like how you leave the door open for an eventual sexual coupling between Gerard Way and Ebony when she turns 18. Right, uh-huh. Exactly. Because the thing is, she wants to fuck Gerard Way. Yeah. She thinks every guy is sexy like Gerard Way. She explicitly says she wants to fuck Gerard Way right, in like but, the first chapter. But she also hates pedos. We right. know that. 
And this honors both parts of that canon. Right, exactly. Yes, it is the ideal ending. All right. We got to send this to the lady that wrote this thing and see if she'll make it the official number one canon ending. If I get five good reviews, I will track down Tara and send this to her. Um, hey, well, that's it for the Loudest Podcast this week. Thank you so, so much for listening. Don't forget, we've got a new episode of Christory on the feed, new episode of Dark Side Jills dropped a little bit ago. And don't forget, listeners, if you're sick of being a mooch and sitting on the YouTube listening to this in 340p, <laughs> you can head on over to patreon.com slash mysterious. This is the last week you can get our sticker of the month club. It's my birthday sticker. It's serious. Isn't it cute? I love it. It commemorates my birthday and all of my time-honored tradition of just harassing Asterios relentlessly on my birthday, abusing my power. Look at that. That's beautiful. That would go so good on a laptop or something. Patreon.com slash year is just $15 a month. You can also get the video version of this. Yes, and you, you can, can see, see the ring. my big sparkle, 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 sparkle. Make it on a comes this Yeah, and uh, thanks to Mimi Yori for drawing this month's amazing piece of art. And uh, thank you, Sarandra, for being so funny. And thank you, listeners, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.